0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review, where each week me and uh, often a guest will review um, the best and most interesting episodes of the Joe Rogan Experience and talk about things we liked, things that were inspiring, questions that we had, things we didn't understand, um, anything that we thought was amusing. And... um, Uh, This podcast, 1217, with Nimesh Patel, that I'm reviewing, is a doozy. It's really good because it brings up some important points about what's going on right now in comedy, and uh, especially at universities and so on. Um, Nimesh Patel is the first Indian-American writer for SNL. Very funny dude. Good uh, comedian. He's been on Seth Meyers' late night show, and uh, recently he went to a college, Columbia, and um, they turned off his mic uh, for telling a joke that uh, really <clears throat> isn't that offensive. You know, I mean, it just it just really isn't offensive because it's it's like pro the type of person he was talking about that i won't do the joke but it was basically about um uh, the premise was like <clears throat> a, a black man wouldn't also it, it, being gay can't be a choice because a black man wouldn't choose to be gay if he's already black because he's doubling down on hardship right so people found that offensive at the college and uh, after a while they decided to they said he was done after like 20 minutes he had like 40 minutes left so you know they ended up kind of kicking him out and uh, it brings up some interesting questions about what's going on with comedy right now, especially with the youth like how sensitive everyone is and is this really um, is this really what the majority of people are thinking? Is this really the consensus of most people or is this just a loud minority? Uh, I think it's probably just that it, it's kind of crazy, but they, this really shook him. He didn't like it. He did, you know. It it was difficult. You had to go to another college right afterwards, and it, you know, it's made people think him, especially like, do I want to keep doing colleges? You know, even Jerry Seinfeld stopped doing colleges, and he couldn't have a more PC um, stand-up set list. But at the same time, is it worth it? You know, is it worth putting yourself out there. So um, Jeff Ross is um, friends with Namish and, and put him in contact with Joe <coughs> for this podcast. And one thing that Joe reminded us of is that Jeff, when he was on recently with David Tell said that he is a comedian before he's an American, which is an interesting point because it's, it just means that for comedians, it's like, I'm here for the joke first. Then everything else is second. We find the joke, and we work back from it. It doesn't mean be offensive at any cost, but like that's, that's a big part of what comedy is. is finding that. And then if you have you know, one person out of every 10 or two people out of every 30 that are really offended by everything you say, should the rest of those people miss out? I don't think so. I think that those two or one people should just not go to comedy. If you find yourself being that sensitive, don't go watch comedy. It doesn't make sense. It's like saying if you, you know, if you're scared of the dark, don't go into the dark. If you don't like violent movies, don't watch them. Like that's your choice, but don't make it so no one else can watch them. It's, it's just, it's getting silly. Um, Then they start to move on to uh, kind of the process of comedy, like how Joe does it, how Namesh does it. And Joe is bringing up the really, in the US or maybe even around the world, there's only a hundred or so legit comedians uh, they're very rare. That a hundred that you would pay for, a hundred that you would go see headliners that you would see. So it's a rare group of people. So when comedians see each other, meet each other, they really connect and bond, and they're like, "Oh, thank God, you're a comedian too. We got something to talk about." They really all do get on. It's it's like, you know, not to say a brotherhood because there's plenty of women comedians there, but it's a it's it's a comedianhood, and. Um, you know these guys all really do get on and love each other and uh, it's a, it's a pretty rare and special thing to be a part of. Joe talks about how he writes about an hour a day and uh, it's a good idea to get a cork board with index cards if you are a comedian uh, because you can organize yourself well on there, uh, which I really like the sound of. Um, <clears throat> obviously, when you think comedian, you don't always think super organized and super motivated, probably just funny. Um, but you have to, you have to work hard because you got a lot of people coming out to see you and you don't want to let them down. I have been out to comedy before and it was kind of drab and it was someone I really wanted to see. And it just, it was a real shame. It's something you don't forget. Whereas for that performer, it was just one night. Um, you know, Bill Burr talked like Bill Burr told Joe once that, um, he knows what it's like to go to a show and see someone and have it be disappointing. And, uh and and he remembers that and that's why every time he goes out he just does his very best and and makes sure that you know he, he crushes as hard as he can because people paid to come out and see you perform they probably got babysitters it was probably a big deal to them so it, it might just be one night to the performer but it means a lot to the people that watch often and uh, it just goes to show the pressure that these guys put on themselves to be as good as they are and it's really admirable i'm really impressed uh, Joe also talks about his favorite little saying, how you do everything is how you do anything, you know, and in a lot of ways people sabotage their own lives. Uh, and what he meant by that is he was saying a Namesh that, you know, instead of doing really well at things, you can kind of just like fuck something up once and be like, Oh, I'm no good at that. I don't have to do that again. And it just takes the pressure off of trying. And th- that's often why people, um, do that. That's why they kind of, sabotage themselves it's almost like a coping mechanism for for not having too much on your shoulder give you a break you know but yeah that's no way to be for sure um they do talk about a little bit about how people or lots of people think they can do stand-up and i've seen this before you know you talk about doing stand-up ever and somebody will turn around and say oh i want to try that i'm very funny i think i could do it and the issue with that, from what Joe was saying to Namesh is like, really, it's because that's what we do. We do most of it all the time. We can talk and sometimes say funny things. So therefore you think you can make people laugh and that's just not how it is because it's just very different, you know? It's like when you're up there, um, I've been to open mics where I've seen people bomb so hard and it's unbelievable. And they're they're perfectly capable of holding a conversation. But it's a different world when you're up there and getting the timing down and reading the room and yeah it's not for the faint of hearted for sure and uh there's really no straight line to learning as well I mean Namesh was talking about how you know everyone's kind of a bit different like you can't go to classes you can't go and get taught how to do comedy because everyone has their own style and there's no right way um those comedy classes are kind of bs i did one once and it was a joke i left halfway through the week after like three days i was like i don't think i'm learning shit this is ridiculous and it is it's just because how you learn it is you go up and do open mics and it's brutal but uh it is kind of a shame it's almost a shame that there isn't like a better teaching strategy for it but it's such a personalized thing it's not like learning an instrument you can just copy somebody until you get it down and then write your own music it just doesn't work like that with comedy really from what what joe has described and what i understand of it and you know it's <coughs> excuse me it's, it's like everyone's act really is different that's the big thing and when people have completely different styles you know your personal style will be different you can't really copy anyone even if you like their style maybe you have some similarities to it but You do any stand-up long enough, and you'll just develop your own... They call it developing your voice. That's what's going to happen, and it's going to change your whole setup, and you'll be your own unique comedian. That's it. I guess all you can do as a comic is inspire others like these guys do, because they're both very funny. Um, And a big thing about comedy and working hard for these guys is the people come and watch their comedy as joe was saying and they give up their precious time and you know really laughter makes you feel better right so that's what they're going for they want to make you feel better and nimesh said something interesting he goes yeah we're, it's a drug we're like comedians are drug dealers because you're giving out the drug of like happiness which i thought was really funny i like that a lot it, that it's clever too very clever he's a he's a smart dude um they talk briefly about um just some rich people they get into elon musk and how he's net positive for the world which i agree with and they talk about how mark zuckerberg is not really and recently mark i guess tweeted that uh what's good for the world isn't necessarily good for facebook and that's pretty shocking like you got enough money what the fuck is that all about um Then then something interesting went down where Joe said that he was getting shit for not having an opinion about Louis C.K. And some news article I read this morning about Louis is that he's come out with some more jokes and there was some leak audio and people are just all over him again. I mean, it it really looks like people are just doing everything they can to destroy that guy. And what's going to make it rough for Louis is he's so funny, but his jokes were always they were pretty dark a lot of the time and it's tough for him to come back now with a target on his chest um, because almost everything he says is a little bit fucked up but that's his comedy so unless unless he changes that completely it's going to be so tough for him to to bounce back I really hope he can I'm a huge fan of his work and his comedy and you know I, it's not my place to to, to say, like, what he did sounds weird and fucked up, but it's not I don't know, I don't think it's the worst thing, and and you know, maybe he is very sorry, and it wasn't necessarily illegal, so you know, can he be sorry and come back? It's, I don't know that's up for the fans, I think um, that's, that's how it has to go, go, but you know, back to Joe not having an opinion about Louis CK, he's like fuck it, I don't need one I don't have to have one. If you can't handle offensive stuff, don't go to a comedy show. You know, the people are just being really sensitive. Joe gives the expression, if you don't uh, want to get mud on your hands, don't do any gardening. It's kind of like that. It's like what I was saying earlier. It's uh And then they move on to, you know, how people are being deplatformed on Patreon. Um, they're taking away people's ability to make money and they're choosing who they are based on their opinions which is a slippery slope so a lot of um you know deep thinkers like sam harris and so on have pulled themselves off patreon and you can get donation money other ways but uh it's just this like the overall theme of their conversation was like a freedom of speech portion that leads into you can have offensive um opinions as long as they don't incite violence you can have ones that you know jokes that are taboo and you know again you have the right not to listen but you shouldn't be able to shut people down it's it's just really dangerous and uh you know i really do disagree with stifling free speech you know within reason i mean you can't just be shouting racist stuff but but I mean, even, even the crazy people that are wrong have the right to speak it, and we all come together and educate each other and make a better decision, I think. It's, how, it's a good way for me to learn. But anyway, guys, that's the last one of the reviews for this year, Um, moving into 2019, um, getting some new equipment and uh, working on some new editing processes so things will sound better. And then... Just kind of figuring out a new way to break these down and make them interesting. But thank you for listening and subscribing all year. I really appreciate it. And uh, see you in 2019. Peace.